Hi there. <laughs> you, you're watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cup on Tequila Aficionado Media. I'm Mike Morales here in the heart of the San Gabriel Valley. That gentleman out there is... Rick Levy in Escondido, California. And, and Rick, you're frozen again, dude. Walk around, do something. <laughs> I, I don't know why that is. <laughs> uh, there he is. He's back. He's back. Too many people on Zoom these days, hogging yeah. up all our bandwidth. Yeah, well, you know, you you hop, you go from Zoom to Skype, and I think that there's there's a, there's a danger in doing that because they they're not, um, they don't like each other. It's kind of like Chrome and an exploder, you know. <laughs> the browsers don't like each other either. Um, anyway, regardless, Rick and I like each other, so we have been falling all over ourselves with Costa Tequila. This is this is the the blue box. Yeah. That in okay it's a, it's a real classic yeah um but this is cost of añejo now rick and i kind of put our heads together and found out that this añejo as you can see i've had some of it um this añejo evaporation right it's yeah it's a little bit this is kind of evaporation that happens when you just ship it to, to california uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's evaporation. Yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, um, we, we discovered when reading the notes as we were going through these, uh, the Reposado that it's aged all the way up to right before he has to call it an añejo. Now, what I noticed was that the Repo was really dark. And this is the añejo, which is, I, I don't know if you could tell the difference. Can you tell the difference on my on my screen there, Rick? Probably not really not. on yours, no. How about on mine? Can you tell the difference? Uh, no, they they look almost virtually the same color. They really uh, do, don't they? Wow. Yeah. And I'm looking at your. It's a clear bottle, so I'm looking at yours. But you know, it's being it's it's clear, and I can see. You know, your your black cabinets are 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 coming through it. So yeah. So. I mean, so I have a I have a white desktop, and so if I look down through the top of the two bottles, I can see that the uh, the añejo is just slightly darker, but only by a hair, right? Right, right. So you really gotta you really gotta be looking for it. You gotta concentrate. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my Glencairn, my handy dandy Glencairn that I got behind me. And uh, Stossel Harito. Stossel Harito. Um, and we're just going to pour this thing. Now, we fell all over ourselves with bouquet, all right? The, the aroma in the Blanco, beautiful, beautiful uh, tequila for the Blanco from Amatitan, which really characteristic of Amatitan. Really good. Generality to it. Lovely yeah. agave. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and then the, the, what I'm going to call bourbon notes, because that's what they reminded me of. Now, what are, what are we smelling on? That's yeah, so this isn't jumping out of the bottle at me like the repo did. Yeah, the repo really jumped out of the bottle. And this uh, is a 36-month añejo. Now, again, uh, I'll relate that story quickly. Uh, I learned from the... the, the uh, uh, the master distiller uh, who is now passed on uh, at the end of 2020 um, of Espolon, where he rested his reposados first in virgin barrels and then aged his añejos 
in the used barrels. And because the Reposado was generally darker, the Espolón Reposado, and these are, I'm talking about the old bottles with the, the foil label. Uh, bless you, Senor. Wow. Uh, that is sneezing off the cup. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and, and so it, having the Reposado reminded me of that story that, that, I was, that was told to us by the, the master distiller of, of Espolón, who has passed on at the end, at the end of 2020. And if you're watching this, this is the beginning of 2021. So happy new year. <laughs> anyway, um, what are we getting on the nose here, Rick? So it's a lot more mellow than the, uh, than the Reposado on the nose. There was all kinds of stuff jumping out of the glass on the Repo. Yes. And here, um, yeah, I don't know. I wonder if it was in the barrel too long. Uh, I don't know. It's it's mellowed. Um, it's almost, and it's funny because my first pass, it's almost like I got more agave than we did on the on the reposado. The repo didn't get have as much agave notes in it, and and that wasn't a bad thing. That was okay with me. But you know, I spent so much time with my nose buried in the repo. Maybe I burned out my olfactory sense. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Smell the back of your hand. Back of your arm. Reset. That's just, those are tricks of the trade, folks. Unless, of course, you're wearing perfume or cologne. That's why we ask during a, 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 a generally a, a blind tasting not to wear any harsh colognes, uh, lotions, uh, or, or soaps. And really, at this, at this juncture, we're just using hand sanitizer, boys and girls. So that, that's all, you know. That that's not that doesn't smell like anything. Um, I'm getting way more wood notes again, but you're right; they're mellowed. It's almost as if they're softer. Yeah. The, the notes are softer. I'm wondering if this is going to end up being drier on the palate than the repo was. Uh, maybe. I thought I thought the repo was there was there was a sweetness to the repo, and and then. But there was still the explosion at mid palate that we really enjoyed with the Blanco. Yeah, on the rep, I was getting like some, maybe some mid palate dryness, but towards the back, it was still very wet. Right in the center, I'm getting a, I'm getting like, like dried fruit, but very faint. Uh, and I know Rick. Yeah. After the after toward the end of the of the reposado uh, tasting, he wondered if the if the añejo was going to taste more like an extra añejo, where we'll get more of the of the of the the dried fruit notes. Sometimes, generally speaking, I'm getting yeah, more I, of the mellow. I'm fruit. getting that. I'm getting that dried fruit, and uh, you know, maybe hints from the char as well. Yeah. But but they are rounded. They're mellower. Okay, that that that's that's the only word that I can. They're softer. And and it was exciting to 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 really smell and taste that reposado. It just really just boom right in your face, and and I loved it. It was it was exciting. But I'm ready to try this because there's not there's not much going on on the on the nose. Hmm. <clears throat> Oh, right away, it's sweeter on the entry. 
Yes. Yeah. Not cloying or anything, but but just sweeter than the. No, uh, it's a whiskey sweetness, right? Right. Yeah. You know, I would love to get lost in their barrel room. You <sighs> I, I've done that a few times. In fact, our, during our first trip, uh, the very first one we ever did, uh, you know, with the Blue Agave Group, I got lost in a warehouse at one of the distilleries and just talked to the warehouse guys, you know, because you learn a lot from, especially if, if there are a lot of brands that come out of that distillery, you find out from the warehouse guys, oh, yeah, this one is this way and this one is that way. And it's a, it's a combination of copper pot still and column still and we put them together and this is the brand that we got and all that stuff i would love to see the names of the used barrels you know where they get them because a lot of generally speaking a lot of people think that they all come from jack daniels they don't uh i've been in barrel rooms where they get them from heaven hill for instance uh you know where they get their barrels and whether it's uh, kentucky bourbon uh, you know or tennessee whiskey makes a big difference because mm. everything is lumped into all oh, its used whiskey barrels but yeah there's used bourbon whiskey and there's used tennessee whiskey so what is it i want to say that this is a tennessee whiskey instead of you know uh instead of a, a, a kentucky bourbon whiskey I, I don't know what are you gonna what do you say i don't know i'm just digging it <laughs> It's a, I'm thinking it's the uh, there's a with this there's like a uh, wood spice that really builds into the finish and sticks with you and you can, uh, you can smell the barrel that you can smell the the wood notes it's almost as if yeah. they didn't rechar to put the añejos in here so so the reposado got all the character and the flavor from the charring and then the the whatever left of the barrel notes the the spice the spice notes. Right. Yeah, and uh, so I'm getting less of the uh, the initial pepper. Yes, and I'm getting more of that barrel spice into the finish. Mm-hmm. It's really lovely. Oh, this um, is nice. You know, not getting a whole lot of agave. Um, mm. Not, I'm not getting that uh, hint of butterscotch that I was getting with the repo. But uh, I am getting some dried fruit, a little bit of smoke. Would you pair this with a cigar? And if so, what kind? Um, well, because of the sweetness, I probably uh, I wouldn't go with it with anything robust. Maybe a Connecticut wrapper, something. Um, it, it depends. It depends on the brand. Some of these, um, I think Padron is probably the brand that I that that is the most with character that that would that would i don't want to drown out this this tequila you know you could overdo it you get you get a, a cigar that's that's too robust and then you they don't pair well right you know one one drowns out the other and you and i've seen that happen with just with tequila so you can imagine what that's like when you pair it with you know uh with a cigar but you know i like this though it's not it's not a letdown it really is more of a like a nightcap, you know, exactly. like, like an after dinner. Yeah, but it's like the repo is the exciting version. And yeah. the, uh, the añejo is just kind of like the sit back and chill. Yeah, 
I, I, you know, we, you and I have had enough tequilas together. So we've seen what the natural progression of, of a line will go to. And then sometimes we're let down by the, one of the, one of the expressions just doesn't live up to the, doesn't crescendo into something. This is not necessarily a crescendo so much as, as, as like an end of a day, you know, it's like, you, it's like something that Rick would have after a long day at work, you know, and then go, I, 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 everything on my to-do list is done, you know, and you just want to, you just want to sit back and relax. This is a, this is, and you don't have to, you don't have to think about this. You can just enjoy it. Yeah. It's very um, enjoyable. That, that, uh, you know, the spice effect from the wood into the finish is, uh, probably my favorite part of this. I, I, I do, I do too. I'm not disappointed that it doesn't have the character that the repo does. It's got a character all its own and it's not a letdown. That's not, you know, um, could you put it in the cocktail? Sure. I, I don't think I would. I don't think I would. Yeah. No, you know, I think, uh, I think the repo would be great in a cocktail cause it's that exciting, you know? Yeah. I think this might get lost in a cocktail and you would miss the best parts of it. Yeah, I agree. I I agree. I totally agree. Uh, It's maybe it's not your cup of tea. Maybe it's not as exciting as you would, as your viewers and listeners would want, but I'm digging this. I, I like, I like that. It's good. You know, it's, it's, it's eliciting conversation. It's good to, you know, uh, to be able to share with other people I love it. I, I think it's a. I still think it's a brand of promise nominee. Um, it, like I say, it doesn't crescendo. All right. It's it's more like. I, I think the crescendo happened at the reposado because because the blanco in and of itself. Well, if you're talking about the line, yeah, you know, the blanco starts off with a with a bang, you know, yeah. because it's like a perfect amatitan profile. There's yes. a lot going on there. You got the great minerality, huge pepper. Um, yeah, and then the uh, reposado is just you know, in terms of if you if you like uh, the barrel aged versions, you know, just the reposado is pretty exciting, yeah. and then this is you know, kind of helping you to to calm down and chill from all that excitement. Yeah, <laughs> this is the net, this is the Netflix and chill tequila, yeah. <laughs> And you know, it's not like it, it's not like it's the the pale brother of the reposado or anything like that. Yeah. It's the you know, it's almost like it's the calmer, more experienced brother. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, what's our MSRP on this one? Do we have a we have a pricing? Do we? Um... We do. The uh, price on this one is fifty nine ninety nine. And again, this is uh, 36 months in uh, used American oak. Uh, it won silver at uh, 2019 World Spirits. So um, just to say that this particular brand, I, I think is it. Don't sleep on this brand. I, I think it's right now it's it's I know it's fresh on the market at, at the end of 2020 and probably still fresh on the market at 2021 um, when, when you're seeing this. Uh, but I, I think it's a real dark horse. I'm telling you, this is, this is, and I love the Reposado being a, a, a throwback. And I think, I think the whole line is actually a throwback tequila, Rick. I, yeah. I think you agree with me. Classic. A, it's a classic. 
Yeah, it's like an instant classic. So, um, you know, I oh, think, you know, I, I think the price point's great. You know, they're looking at 40, 50, 60 for the line. And, you know, they're not wasting a lot on the packaging. The yeah. packaging's respectable. And, uh, you know, all the work is going into the juice. And yeah. uh, so take advantage of that. Check it out. I, I think I, I think it's going to go far. It's going to go places. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven brands coming out of this this distillery. It's Tequilera Las Juntas. That's known 1500, and uh, I'd imagine that they are also agave growers. That they all they they also manage their agave. So, uh, kudos to to uh, Petro Kostov, who is the co-founder of the brand. Yeah, I guess uh, he is a Russian. Uh, and I guess he's been friends with the with the with the owner of the Ocampo family of the of the distillery. They've been friends for like ten years, so it's it's perfect. I, you know, can't say anything wrong with it. Go find it. That's our take on Costive. I'm Mike Morales here in in San Antonio. No, not anymore. I'm in the heart of the San Gabriel Valley, and that gentleman out there is Rick Levy in Escondido, California. You have been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Fish and Auto Media on all of our platforms. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, you name it, we're on there. If you're watching us on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and the red the subscribe button and the bell so that way you're notified every time Rick and I upload a video. Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify, please, please sign up and download for wherever you're listening. And whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. <laughs>